Boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats. PJ's podcast. Welcome to PJ's podcast, where we speak of the three things that matter: politics, Jesus, and sports. We are here today to do some Culture Wednesdays. It is Thursday, uh, but we're going to stick with the theme and say Culture Wednesdays. <laughs> uh, we got a little busy yesterday. Um, so the big thing that's going on is uh, Ralph Yarrow. Ye- How do you pronounce Yarl. it? Ralph Yarrow. Ralph Yarrow uh, was shot by a white man. Uh, he's a young 16-year-old kid. Uh, knocked on the wrong door. Um, this guy pulled the trigger, um, shot through the door, hit him in the head, got him in his shoulder. Uh, Ralph ended up living, but the mainstream media is pushing the narrative that this is indicative of the entire United States, right? This one incident uh, shows the true colors of America. Um, so my, my question to you, Monty, uh, being a a black man, is this indicative of the entire United States? Uh, Um, yeah, my short answer is obviously it's no, I don't think so. Um, obviously I, you know, um, I think there's this particular story, obviously I don't think it has anything to do with, do with race I, I i think you know this is just kind of an accident wrong place wrong time uh by the 16 year old like you said um as, as you know the story that i've been reading and everything i've been heard he's an 84 year old man that, that lives by himself right um he basically said he was scared he saw you know it's 10 o'clock at night he lives by himself he probably doesn't have very very many visitors as it um you know as it is and he heard a knock on his door or your doorbell rings at a late night you know, and in his side of the story, he looked out the window and he saw this uh, a young man reach for the doorknob and he thought someone was breaking to his house. Um, so, I, I mean, I think it doesn't matter if it was black, white, gray or whatever. I think this guy just thought he was scared for, for, for his life. And so he sent two shots through his window. Um, so I think, I mean, obviously, I think there's other instances that that definitely like, people can kind of lean on that, the racism side a little bit more. But I don't think this is a story that has to do with racism very much. I think it's just, just you know, obviously it's it stinks that, you know, you can say a black kid versus a, a white male, whatever. But I think it's just wrong place, wrong time. So you don't you don't think that the narrative that, you know, this is a good uh like a good picture of what all of America is like. You don't think, you don't think that America is, is race full of racists all over the place that you have to fear, you know, white people uh, shooting you because of your skin color. No, I know. I, I think that narrative holds no, no weight, man. I think there's no, no ground for that to stand on. Um, like obviously, you know, our, our country isn't perfect. So yeah, there's segments of our country that is racist. You know, there's pockets that are racist. Um, you know, white people are racist, black people are racist, Asians that are racist, Mexicans are racist. Uh, there's, we have so many different, you know, ethnicities and um, races in our country that, that, that yes, that, that it does exist. And that's a real thing. But like, I mean, it's, it does not dominate um, our country for sure. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't I don't think it does either. And, you know, I'm just getting pretty sick and tired of any time an incident like this happens, you know, the media 
making this narrative that this is what all of America is like, right? Like right. I, I'm sure growing up, yeah, you probably had, you know, incidents of, uh, you know, maybe racial profiling and things like that. But my guess is that, you know, you, you haven't had to fear white people shooting you your entire life. Right. I don't, right. I don't no, think I, that's indicative of, of everybody. And I just trying right, to get the point sure. home here that, you know, this, this isn't a broad stroke of the brush that just cause you know, this isolated incident and it's a sad, it's a sad thing, right? It, it sucks. Uh, but it's not what's going on in the entire United States. Yep. No, I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Growing up, I never feel feared for my life. You know, I never thought, you know, the old white man that lived next door was going to shoot me, you know, for stepping on his yard or, or whatever the case may be. Uh, and I, and I think if you talk to uh, most minorities that they would tell you the same story, you know, um, obviously there's certain people pushing this agenda. There's certain, you know, groups that are pushing this agenda as well, you know, you know, playing the race card, playing the victim, that kind of thing. And, and that kind of that, that kind of helps the media, you know, as as they push this uh, this agenda as well. But I think for for most minorities, um, and I, I I even will say for most, um, you know, you can say most white people too. If if you look vice versa, I I probably think they don't feel um, feel that way either. Well, I mean, do you think it's good for the black community that you know this type of narrative is being pushed out there? Uh, no. No, not not at all. I mean, um, I don't think it's good for the black community. I don't think it's good for for any community. You know, like the stereotypes, um, you know, that people have um, with other races um, against other people that they that they don't don't even know. Like you're just making an assumption based on what you've heard or what you've been told, or and that you actually never personally experienced yourself. And you know that just creates a, a division between you know races and you know ethnic groups because like you know obviously if you think a certain race is bad or you've been raised or told to, to dislike or hate or stay away from a certain race then you're you're going to do that without even knowing or speaking to these people or, or having any clue what they're about so obviously i mean you're, you're dividing the nation right there you're dividing uh communities you're dividing groups um and, and, and it's a shame because um people like people different races and cultures and stuff like that aren't necessarily that way so like i said there, there's a few bad apples everywhere a hundred percent you know but i think for the majority of people um i think majority of people um have good intent and, and and are good so yeah yeah i i i just don't understand like i don't understand um why the media uh pushes this narrative so much like I, I don't get it. I don't get the play here. Like, yeah, you're dividing. You're basically just dividing, uh, um, you know, along racial lines. Right. And I just yeah. don't see how, like, I don't see why you would do something like that. Right. I don't see right. the end game here whatsoever. Um, yeah. You know, and it, it only took Joe Biden about four hours before he picked up the, the phone and called the family. Right. To, I, I and invite him to the White House. They invite they invited the family in the uh, you know in and Ralph to the White House, right? But they didn't pick up the phone call and call one of the kids that got shot, right? In the school shooting, right? So is this a I mean is it po only political? 
Like I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm having a really, really hard time just understanding why, why the push for this? Why? Yeah. Like, what good is it I mean, doing? Yeah. I think a hundred percent, not maybe not a hundred percent, but I think it's definitely political. Uh, I think like, like, you know, we've talked about in the past, you know, the Democrats or, are supportive of the trans movement. The Democrats are supportive of, of minorities, and so so you know even you know the trans was a shooter. A trans person was a shooter, right? Um, you know there wasn't that that strong, you know, backlash towards you know the shooter being a bad person. You know there were people was actually like like sympathizing because because he lived the trans lifestyle. So I mean I, obviously with the trans movement and then the minorities, the Democrats. You know, the White House are they're supporting and backing the people that that back them, you know, and like, you know, we talk about all the time on this podcast about being being right or wrong, you know, um, Harris and Biden and everyone in the White House should have came out and they should support the, the people in Tennessee. They, like I said, they're young children in a Christian school, you know, and there's, you know, uh, even adults that were, that were victims as well. And it affected a whole community. Um, and, and it would have been a great show of strength to come out and sub, and show support for that community. Um, and that doesn't mean you have to bash the other side, but but you need to show you need to show the, the country what's right and what's wrong. You know, so I think both sides should have received um, the same treatment, you know, because, you know, there's some bad acts happening on both sides. Yeah. I mean, what do you what do you think uh, calling, you know, this kid? Right. Three hours after, you know, this incident or whatever it was, like right after uh, the story broke, but not calling any of the families nor the victims of any of the people that got shot in the school. Right. Not inviting the police officers that heroically, you know, went in right into the middle of this with somebody that has a, um, you know, an arsenal of guns and ammo and shooting back at them. Not a word no no invites right what is do you think this is showing the true colors of this administration what they're after uh to me because to me it's it's showing that they want the divide they want this narrative to be pushed out there right why why else would you would you bring bring this kid to the white house make the calls but then just leave you know everybody that was involved in the other shooting just high and dry. Nobody even went to Tennessee. Nobody, nobody went to Tennessee to to check right. on the families to to be a you know a a symbol of unity and you know caring about all Americans, not just one race or one group. Like, right? I, I just do. Do you think this is showing Joe Biden's true colors and the administration's true colors here? Yeah. Um. Definitely the administration, because like I mean, I don't think Joe knows what's going on half the time, but um, but definitely the the administration, right? Obviously, you know they're backing the people who back them, and I and I think you know they're not making a push to, to get you know um, support from the other side. I think they might have given up on the support from the other side, and so they're just you know there's you know like I said, backing people who back them, and you know that like I said that's not right because when the people who back them do wrong, um, they, they should be you know, they should be punished uh, accordingly, right? And the people that that do right, no matter what side they're on or who, you know, who they support, you know, that that should be handled accordingly as well. And, and it's not it's not happening, right? So obviously when, when you see something like this, right? When you see a heroic 
acts. Like we talk about the the officers, how you know they didn't wait. You know, they heard gunfire and they stormed that school. And you know, think of how many more children they could have saved by doing that. You know, like that needs to be applauded. You know, and, and the fact that, from my knowledge, you know that hasn't been done. Like, I mean, that's that's to me, that's definitely a, a slap in the face, and that's wrong. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree with you. Uh, there's a there was another incident that happened uh, in the same area, uh, like one day later, and it was a group of young teen girls drove up into the wrong driveway, and the owner of that house came out and actually shot uh, shot the driver. She died, but it was white on white. But it's basically the same thing, right? Wrong yep. place, you know, going into somebody's property. You know, these were three young girls, but nobody will ever hear that story because the yeah. races weren't correct. I mean, that right. no. that's where we're at now. Like your right. race is what determines if it's national news. What? Right. Right. And like, and I, you know, I, I, I did hear that story, but I think the two differences of that story is like uh, one story was, you know, um, uh, black 16 year old kid shot by a white male right where the other one was uh teenagers shot by you know you're exactly by right a, a single homeowner right you know you know one when it's white on white there's no mention of race but when it's black and white um you know they always make sure to tell you the color of the people's skin um and, and i think that's done on purpose right and that, that's that media pushing the agenda you know in texas there's those two cheerleaders that accidentally walked walked into the wrong car then the guy got out and shot him right yeah um but but you know there was no mention of race there because you know there wasn't a, a black person involved to, to pit against the white person right so you know but we have instances where you know there is black and white crime and they make sure to to emphasize that people know that and you know and i think that's a hundred percent wrong you know that's going to create more and more division because people are going to notice that and, and then they're going to think oh you know black people are wrong white people are wrong when when this happens not all the time, but it does happen. And sometimes it's, it's white on white. Sometimes it's black on black and sometimes uh, neither party is involved. So um, why can't Americans, you know, just be Americans and just be like, hey, 16 year old kid got shot by a 56 year old homeowner that, you know, you know, uh, got got thought he was getting his house broken into. So, um, yeah, and obviously that's not the case. And like, I, and something like I think we should also hit on too is like, why it's crazy how like these ordinary mistakes are being punished by like by gunfire you know um and this is a totally different conversation but drop pulling in someone's driveway mistakenly knocking on a door you know uh there's another one in in north carolina where a, a basketball went to a neighbor's yard and it came out and you know and started shooting people i'm like why are these little small acts getting 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 dealt with with so much force it's crazy to me well i i mean i think this is this is the issue right like the media is making it out to uh to basically it's almost like uh picking a side like you have to pick a side and um making everybody out to be uh against one another right i mean mm. look at look at the I, I mean again you you take a look at the shooting right in in tennessee the the school shooting right it wasn't mm. After this happened, hey, let's come together. You know, these are children that got shot. Let's look at like what happened. You know, let's have compassion for those who were involved because it's a you know horrifying event. Let's see what what could have prevented it. The second that right. happened, 
it was, you know, one group's attacking trans rights. That was the first thing that came up, right? And then there was a, right. you know, not a day later, it was trans day of vengeance, right? Mm. Like, and and everybody was pushing that. So I, I think over the years, we've, we've uh, bought into this, you know, divide, d- divide, like everything is is met with with anger and like somebody's blaming somebody right and just like this incident right everybody's blaming the the white like it's white people that are killing black people like that's the first news article that comes out and i think these are the downstream effects of of pushing these things out to the american people right like when you when you have a a group of people that controls information and and the only thing that's out that comes out of that is just division and blaming people for certain incidents and then making that with a big broad stroke to encapsulate you know 50% of the population right you're you're going to have a lot of people that are are scared for you know their safety and you know and think about the black community when you when you push the narrative that like if you go to a white person's house they're going to pull a gun on you right how do you think that group of people are, are going to approach the white house right with caution or maybe even bring their own guns right because they think they're going to get get shot I, it's just i think it's all driven from this type of media this type of of stuff and inst- instead of just trying to understand the circumstance right look at look at the event in in not make it a a racial thing like it just it's i think that's what's causing a lot of these uh zero to a hundred uh incidents of people coming in people's yards and getting shot there was a a young a five-year-old that got shot for driving uh, a bike in a guy's driveway right like um and i also I also think it's a lack of the church also, right? Like the church isn't driving the culture whatsoever. There's not a a culture of truth and righteousness. There's a culture of victim uh, mentality. Uh, Everybody's a victim and you have to watch out for the other race because they'll get you. I mean, that's, that's kind of what I see. I mean, what do you think is, is going on here? No, that's, I mean, that's a, um, it's pretty spot on. Yeah. Obviously like, yeah, you know, you can definitely attribute some of this violence by um, the agenda that's being pushed, you know, and you can go back to like, you know, when a while, you know, they showed, you know, every, all these black kids getting, getting shot by, you know, white police officers. Right. And then there was all these protests, you know, you know, people didn't trust the police, didn't like the police. And there's a defund the police whole movement. Right. And then, you know, every, and no one, you know, no one liked the police for a while and then that kind of died down. And then, you know, obviously, you know, the police forces came back and this and that. And so, yeah, they're, they're definitely pushing, you know, agenda and um, they're making people who like, you know, don't really think from themselves or like actually take the time to like dig in and and look into situations that, you know, they're going to listen to the news or they're going to take the news for what they say and actually believe those things. So, and that's, that's a horrible thing to do because that's, that's not always the the full picture. Um, according to the church you're like that's a a hundred percent it right you know if if people you know were led by faith and were like believed in you know knew what the church was about and you know 
all this other stuff I think would would definitely go away. But you, you can tell how much of uh, you know the kingdom is is not you know in this country, you know, and how many people do not you know follow, believe, and and, and read um, you know what we talk about every day. So um, I think if there was more church in the community, more churches, you know, and in cities and stuff like that, I think a lot of this stuff would uh would go away. Yeah, I I also I also think that violence against your uh, opponents or against people that disagree with you has become an okay thing, right? Like, yeah, if, if that's something that I I think you know does is is helping people you know be quick to violence, right? I'll, I'll give you an example: the the woman, uh, the lady that got beat by the male swimmer. Right. I, for, I for, forget their names. Uh, but the lady, the the girl that lost to the male swimmer came out and did a speech at one of the colleges. And the group that disagreed with them, uh, disagreed with her, swarmed her and chased her into a room in the university. And she had to lock herself in there, surrounded by a mob of people that basically tried to get her to give them money to let her go and nobody none of the administration nobody came to her defense and say hey it's not okay when somebody disagrees with you you can't go chase her into a room and hold her captive that's what this group did the a group that disagreed Mm. with them do you see any of the media coming out and saying, Hey, you you guys, you can't do violence to people that you disagree with. Right. Think of all the, think of all the videos you've seen of like, you know, the left punching somebody with a MAGA hat, everybody that's on the left or everybody that agrees with that person that punched the person with the MAGA hat is like, yeah, yeah, they deserve it. Right. That's the mentality. It's like you're applauded if you cause violence to somebody on the right, but the right doesn't cause violence to people on the left because that's not what, you know, conservatism, conservatism is about. It's about letting that person have his, that viewpoint. And you're not allowed, you're not allowed to cause violence to anyone, right? Like just because they disagree with you, you don't get to punch them. You don't get to hold them captive. Right. Uh, a conservative commentator, uh, Matt Walsh, got his phone hacked just the other day, right? They hacked his phone. They got all this personal information. They were, you know, uh, got his Twitter feed and was tweeting all these different things. And everybody on the left was like, good job. This guy deserves to get his stuff hacked, right? Not, hey, guys, it's not appropriate to hack people's phones, Right. It's not appropriate to to, uh, you know, overtake this guy's. That wasn't the conversation. The conversation was good job. He is a conservative person and you did really good by hacking his phone and gathering his personal data. I think that type of atmosphere is what causes those things that we're talking about. Right. I mean, have you seen anybody, anybody give me one person in the mainstream that has condemned violence against like a MAGA supporter. Can you name one? Nah, nah, I mean, no, not really. I can't think of anything on top of my head, obviously. Um, um, 
So no, no, I haven't. Yeah, I mean, look at look at the videos of of conservatives coming to universities to speak, right? There's mobs, mm. right? That I watched a deal the other day of uh, a mob throwing bricks through the glass doors of a college university just because they had a conservative speaker, right? And again, nobody in the mainstream is coming out saying, "Dude, you guys can't do. You can't cause violence." Right. right. It's all cheered and plotted. Right. Because they they don't agree with with their main take. And and this I mean, this goes to a broader um, a broader conversation about, you know, the Republican and the Democrat parties. Right. Because if nobody on the Democrat side is standing up saying, hey, violence is not OK. Right. Like. You can't punch somebody because they're wearing a MAGA hat. Like that's not something you, you can't punch somebody because they disagree with you on the trans issue, right? There is nobody doing that, right? So it begs the question of if you support the Democrat party, right? You're supporting those types of actions because nobody on that side will come out and condemn violence. Am I off, am I off course here? Uh, no, I mean, no, you're definitely, I mean, you definitely, you're right, for sure. Like I said, um, you know, I think these active violence, unfortunately, like, for whatever reason, has, has become the, the new norm, right? I think um, every time you see a, a group of people uh, get together, um, it seems like, as the media portrays, it ends in violence more than it ends um, civil, right? And so, obviously, I, I you know, you can't say if it's, if it's just the, the media picking out the the violent acts or if it's just if it's just that way you know because obviously they they tend to skew things in one way or another but from what you know from the outside looking in obviously it seems like every time there's a public gathering um over a certain issue it, it always ends um always in, in, in violence or you know and, and you're right like you know where where's any leader stepping up and saying saying this is wrong you know even you know, even though there's some news to the contrary, there's a lot of people, you know, that even will point to the January 6th riot as being, you know, as as being a contributor to that, right? And then you have the Tennessee Capitol, and then, you know, like, you know, you can name multiple instances of people getting together that yeah. have different viewpoints. And, and then obviously, you know, there's a fight breaks out or, you know, someone ends up going to the hospital or, you know, there's, you know, people just can't be civil about, you know, not agreeing with another side. Um and so, yeah, I think, I think the Democrats, you know, seem to be more more vocal and they're more more rowdy. But at that same time, I feel like the Republicans are just kind of sitting on their hands and and they're not coming out and they're not um, saying these acts are wrong either. And they're and like they don't they haven't really shown uh, a side one way or the other. They're just kind of staying silent about the issue. And I I think that's the problem with a lot of people because really you have no one to side with, no one to back because. You know, you see, a, you see, one side is doing too much, and another side is doing too little. Just sitting on their hands, not doing a damn thing, right? I'm, yeah. I'm, t- dude, I'm tired of weak Republicans, man. It it, dri- yeah. it drives me up a freaking wall. Just like uh, Donald Trump Jr. coming out and and saying back off of Bud Light. No, I I don't want you to back off right. Bud Light. Right? They pushed right. an agenda, and they put the agenda on the can that you're going to sit there and drink and look at. Like, I'm not right. going to back right. off them just because they support uh, some sucking his face to drink Bud Light. You're basically sucking his face. And yeah. it's like back off of them because they support some Republicans. Well, 
dude, if the if those Republicans aren't going to come out and and stand their ground with these things, then I don't want them in anyways. Right? Get get the hell out. I you know, in my opinion, we're going to see we are going to see a uh, contender that is not Republican and not Democrat because, like I said, like I said earlier, Democrats have have made a platform that if you're a Democrat, you have to be for uh, equality of outcome, not equality of opportunity, meaning you have to hit racial quotas, right? I mean, that's what they put in the White House. They have to hit a racial quota to be X amount of black people, X amount of, uh, you know, uh, lesbians, X amount of gays, X amount of trans. Like they literally put quotas on the skin color which is just outrageous to me, but you have to be for that to be on the Democrat platform, right? You have to be for, um, you know, what the white man is, is you know, killing black teens at a massive rate. All of those are, are things that the Democrats have made a priority. And there's a ton of Democrats that don't don't like that stuff, right? But but to be, to, I feel like to say you're a Democrat, you have to be in support of those things because your own party doesn't even want you there if you don't support those things. But then on the right, it's like you're saying that you don't support these things, but then you're like the, you know, oh, we're just going to let Budweiser do whatever they want, right? They're, oh, we're just going to let them push that agenda, but we're still going to have an R on our names, right? It's like, no, that right. that's not the way this crap works, right? So I think if, there, if there's right. been any time in in the united states history for an independent to run oh the i word i think it's i think it's now man i i really do i think there's a ton of people in the middle that maybe call themselves republicans or call themselves democrats but they don't agree with any of that stuff but you're just you're sorted in between those two people right so that's that's my prediction is we're gonna have an independent run for the first time and he's gonna garner a lot of votes both sides of the right. aisle too. It's not just going to be one sided. Right, you agree sure. with that? I mean, obviously, no. I totally agree. You know, I, I mean, we have independents like uh, Ross Perot, right? That ran a long time ago. Um, but I think this is might be the first time that like uh, independent truly has a shot of becoming president of the United States. Um, I mean, you you mentioned it just a little bit ago. Like, you know, there there are definitely people who side with that's call themselves a Democrats, but it seems like the people leading the Democratic Party are far, far, far left, right? And so even you you might be call yourself a Democrat, but you can't really get behind what the far left is doing because I mean because it's so far left. And, and the same can be said about the people on the right. You know, the the people pushing the Republican Party is so far right that if you're somewhere in the middle, you you can't relate to, you know, what they're saying. Um, and I think, you know, and just like a kind of like a bell curve, right? There's a there's a big 30%, 15 one way, 15 the other way that, you know, that is looking for someone to back and someone that has the same, you know, ideas that aren't so radical um, that that they want to, you know, you know, agree with and get behind. So um, I definitely feel like this is a time for an independent who's, you know, um, coming from the Democratic Republican Party at one time, that's not so extreme that can kind of reach, you know, the people in the middle and, and make a good, good push. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think it's an issue that if you have a D or you, you know, say, yeah, I'm a Democrat. Right. The way our politics works now is as soon as you say that, 
right? You're twisted in everything that, you know, is being pushed right now, right? And and mm. to me, that's an issue. That's an actual issue because there's nobody within the Democrat Party that's not pushing these things, right? They They mm. almost vote unanimously on everything. Right. So you right. may say, hey, this guy is is in the middle. He calls himself Democrat, but he's in the middle. But he's still voting with the majority of everything the Democrats are pushing. Right. So, right. I mean, it, it's like, it, again, you, you have to agree with all that stuff. Right. Mm. In in the right. For me, it's the right is just letting they're talking, but they're not doing anything. They're not pushing anything. They're not voting anything down. Right. You're not right. <laughs> like why you should just run as a democrat next time right like i, I want you right. out i like i want you to get the hell out man and you know even donald trump is is saying back off uh bud light it's like yeah, no yeah. like you're supposed to be the guy that's not afraid of getting money taken away like i think that's one of the right. one of the uh you know attractions to donald trump is he's not going to be led by money well True colors here, right? right like right. true colors. Stand yeah, on that definitely... mountain if you're going to stand on it. Don't bow, you know, don't tow, bow tow, if that's a word. Uh, uh, no. Bow down no. to the money. Like, don't, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's one of the reasons mm. that Trump was so popular. And now it right. seems like the only person that's standing up uh, for what's right or what I feel like is correct is DeSantis. Right. DeSantis is, is standing up against Disney. Right. Disney is one of the majority employers in Florida. Right. They, they they have a ton of employees. They bring a lot of money to Florida, but they decided to get involved in politics. They decided to start pushing a trans agenda on little kids. Right. And DeSantis is the only one that I can think of saying, hey, I don't care. Right. I don't I don't care that you have all this money and stuff. Don't be in. Don't try to get involved with our little kid, like little kids and push an agenda on little kids. Like if you do that, I'm going we're going to take special privileges away from you, but I'm not going to back down just because you have money. That's the type of stuff I want to see moving forward. Right. Not bowing down to money. I, I'm actually really, really tired of it. Right, for sure. You know, I, I mean, I think you know, you know, when um, Trump was running for president, you know, the, the the biggest phrase, you know, outside of "Make America Great Again" was "Drain the Swamp." Right, you know, get get rid of the the career politicians, get rid of you know um, the big government, the big corporations that are that are making decisions for the for the country, for the government. Right, and when we see one, the government got bigger, but two, a lot of these people are still in place, and a lot of these policies are still in place. Right, and 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 money does seem to matter to him because like like you said, you know, Budweiser, they they give a lot of money to the Republican Party. And I, I think that came a kind of across the screen where people are like, oh, like we need them. Like if we're gonna get reelected, if we're gonna make a big push, like we need um their financial backing. And you know, like you're right. And Trump was so um appealing because he had his own money, like. You don't yeah. you don't need money from anyone else. You can fund this yourself. I'm like, and then you can make your policies um, based on the way you think they should be made, not from a lobbyist telling you, "Hey, if you don't do this, you're not going to get you know a exactly hundred million right. dollars." So, um, 
And so with him and his son, you know, of them backing down from from this stance, this kind of kind of shows, like you said, they're kind of their true colors and, and where they actually stand in this. And um, and and money's kind of talking more than than you know what they actually said uh, previous. So um, you, you're right. This is this not a good look for for him and the other Republicans that are just backing down from this. Like like you said, if you're gonna you know talk the talk, you need to be able to back it up. And and they're they're not backing it up right now. Um, and, and it's making them look weak. Um, and you're right. DeSantis is a guy that, that, you know, through his actions, you know, he's he, in Florida, he's had a lot of um, tough decisions to make a lot of unpopular decisions and he's done them and he stood by them. And in the long run, they've actually um, became beneficial. You know, it worked out in his favor, you know, and, and so someone who's able to do that, you know, take that risk, take that chance for what he believes in and what he stands up to. In, I mean, you, I mean, you got to applaud that guy. Right. Um, if he runs for president and what it looks like after he does that, like the time will tell. He has, he right now he has to be your guy. Yeah. I mean, I, for me, he is, but just from a moral stance, right. He's not backing down uh, due to money or whatever else. And that's the right. major, that's the major thing for me. I was thoroughly disappointed and every single Republican that said back off of Bud Light, right? Yeah, yeah. I was thoroughly yeah. disappointed in that. It's like, no, we're not going to back off of that, right? We we don't feel like that's good, uh, good for our culture. We don't we don't want to promote that stuff. And just because you give money uh, to the Republican Party doesn't give you the ability to trample over, um, you know, our beliefs. It, it doesn't, mm. and. It just, you know, the the uh, you know what what made people vote for Trump, I think, is is starting to fade. Um, I I think you're going to see a major dip in his um, approval ratings after this, uh, because you know they characterize the Trump supporters as the hard right, right? And mm -hmm. It, I mean, if you call it for what it is, the, the hard right is the one that's probably pushing, you know, the cancellation of Bud Light. And then you're going to tell your followers, hey, back off of them because they give money. I mean, I right. think you're going to lose a ton of support. I don't I, I don't think that's a, a good look for for him. Right. It, right. it just. You know, it, it's 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 highly frustrating. It, it's highly frustrating. We have soft Republicans, far left Democrats. Let's get somebody in the middle, right? Let's let's yeah. have another Reagan-esque uh, type of, of candidate. And if you looked at, you know, what Reagan did, Reagan uh, shrank the government, right? I mean, the, the whole point of government, in my opinion, is just to protect our freedoms. And that's really about it. But now it's incorporated into every fucking thing we do, right? Like everything yeah. that we do has to involve them when that wasn't the way it was supposed to be. But what you're asking... Right. What you're asking somebody to to do is come in as a janitor, right? Work your way up to a CEO and then cut his pay, right? That's basically what we're asking somebody to do. Get to the highest to the highest level of power and then cut your power, right? There's not a ton of people that are going to do that. I know sure as hell don't. Trump's not going to do that, right? He loves he loves every right. bit of it, right? And if you're a true conservative, then you want a smaller government. Right. And that was a, that's another thing with having a D beside your beside your name is 
they're pushing for more government, more everything, right? They tried to hire like 80,000 more IRS people, right? You're you're giving more. Here, here's a question for you. Do you trust your government? Monty, do you trust the government? Uh, no, I never have. Okay, so why the hell would <laughs> right. you want to give them more power? Why the hell right. would you want to have more, you know, people involved in government involved in your in your stuff? Like this is a it's an easy thing. Like I can't find anybody that trusts the government, right? Why right. the hell would you trust the government? <laughs> like right. they haven't done anything to to earn my trust, but then you're sitting there trying to give them more power, right? Yeah. Makes zero zero sense to me. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think it's funny because, like, you know, people don't talk in the like talking about trusting the government. And I think the hardest job in the country is being the press secretary because you guys sit there and and with a with a freaking stone face, just lie to the whole country, and knowing you're <laughs> lying to them, and then and then try to sound believable, right? And like, and I and anyone you know who kind of knows what's going on, like that is a hundred percent not true. What are you talking about? You know, yeah. and, and, you know, and they have to like back and support their president and the administration a hundred percent when you're like, come on, like, you know, these press, these people in the press are asking you like good questions and, and you have to dodge and beat around the bush with the questions, or you have to just give them a bull face lie when it's not something favorable to you. Um, and, I, and like, I think, you know, reading those and watching those is like, you you learn real quick that man this this government like what are they like what's going on and and it's hard to trust them when you know you you feel wrong by them or lied uh, to by them you know on some you know important matters that's happened across this country. Well, on top of that, it's hard to trust your own party now to do what you yeah. are asking it to do. Right, right. I mean, yeah. it's it's hard because I don't have faith in uh, you know the Republican Party to. Uh, you know, uh, take away power from the government, right? I don't have any trust in him at all to stand up for, you know, what I feel is correct. Um, that's yeah. why I keep saying, I think there's going to be an independent to come in here and be in the middle and, you know, garner some votes, right? Yeah. I, I, I think, I think if, if Trump, here's another prediction for you. I think if Trump gets the Republican nominee, you are going to see an independent, Right. One hundred percent. There's no doubt in my mind that if Trump gets gets the Republican is the Republican nominee, you will see an independent come in there because I know that people don't want to vote for for Biden. But I also know people don't want to vote for Trump. Right. And yeah. like I just said, if you yeah. vote Republican or if you vote Democrat, like even if you you don't agree with a lot of their stuff, if you vote for him, that's the stuff they're going to push. Right. Because there's nobody in the middle blocking, you know, the people on the far left from driving the party. Right. Yeah. So if that happens, you're going to see an independent. But yeah, but if DeSantis wins, I don't think you'll see an independent. That's my prediction. Yeah, I think that's a good prediction. Right. You know, the problem is, and we've hit on this before, I think the Republican Party is, you know, they're divided themselves, you know, and there's a lot, a lot of Trump backers still. And there's a lot of people there that are, you know, going away from him, you know. Um, and I and I do believe, as you just said, I feel like if Trump does, you know, he'll have his Trumpers, you know, whatever they want to call him now. But that that other half is going to look to look for someplace else. And I think they are going to, you know, either become independent or they will help, you know, the independents win 
um, their presidential election because obviously they're not they're not going to support any Democrat, right? But I don't see them supporting Trump either, and I feel like a lot of them might, you know, uh, deflect towards the, the the independent side, if nothing else, at least for at least this next term, just until like, you know, to you know stabilize. Uh, the government and, and, you know, find, find something not so extreme on the left or for something so extreme on the right. Yeah. Well, to, to bring this back to the first uh, bit of this conversation, right. Um, is, is America racist? No, no, Pr- pretty simple. Um, yeah. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. I, I don't think that there mm. is uh, in Granted, there's always going to be racism uh, in right. the United States. Uh, that is definitely not what I'm saying, uh, because there there right. are people that are racist. Uh, but yeah. is it the majority of America? I don't think so. Um, no. And I think America's starting to get tired of the narrative um, that just because I'm I'm white, um, you know, I hate all black people, and just because you're black, you should stay away from me. I mean, there was a comment on one of our videos that that's basically what he said. He said, mm. whoever this black guy is needs to stay away from this young white kid. And it's like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> that's that's where these narratives take us, right? We just right. saw, you know, the cartoon guy uh, get completely canceled for saying that. Um, when the races are reversed, it's like nothing, nothing happens at, at all. It's just like a known... Uh, an okay thing to say and i don't think it's okay either either race right it doesn't doesn't matter what your color is right the second you judge anybody by the, the color of their skin right that's evil to me i mean any anything when you judge anybody yeah. by the color of their skin that is evil so yeah for sure no i i totally agree with you Totally agree with you. Um, yeah, I mean, like you said, um, there's pockets of it. it like, we're, we are definitely, whoever's listening, we're not saying racism does not exist. It 100% does exist. It is a thing. Does it does it dominate and control uh, America? No. Like, is There's a lot more people that are not racist than there are racists out there. Um, and like, in those racist people, it's, it's, it's based on fear. It's, you know, it's, you know, people like not knowing what the other races or whatever other culture is and and not trying wanting to find out you know you're living in fear and, and you're scared of it and that and that breeds racism and that breeds hatred so um that's that's what that is in, in my mind so but but like you just said it's it, it does not dominate um the american culture yeah well money i'm going to give you the last word on this um let me let me have it what's what's your final take Oh, final take. Oh, man. Um, I thought I just did it, but I'll do another one. Um, <laughs> uh, like I said, a uh, couple, couple, you know, pods ago, man, um, especially, you know, based on racism on this conversation, um, you know, I just encourage people to uh, get outside of their comfort zone, you know, do something that um, that's uncomfortable for, to you because, you know, like they, they always say do something uncomfortable that's how you grow right if you're always doing something comfortable you're not growing you're not learning you're not expanding and you know and, and based on race if, if you feel a certain way towards a certain race or a certain person or a certain party whatever the case may be i encourage you 
to go and try to have a conversation with one of them, go talk to them, go say hi to them, go shake their hand, go buy them, buy them some coffee, you know, and, and see where that goes and see if, if those thoughts that you had beforehand are the same thoughts you have afterwards. And I, I can guarantee you that you will be like, man, I had nothing to worry about this whole time. You know, I mean, like I said, there's always going to be outliers, but for the majority of those people, you know, they are good people and, you know, and they might just be as scared or afraid of, of you as you are them because they don't know either. So, um, you know, step outside the box a little bit and, and get outside your comfort zone and, and see what you can learn. Yep. Yep. Let's start uh, judging people by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. Let's start 100. there. I think that's a good, good place to start. So, all right, guys, uh, this has been culture Wednesdays on a Thursday. Uh, <laughs> Please like and subscribe uh, PJ's podcast on any social media platform. The only social media platform we are not on is TikTok, uh, which we will never be on because we do not support TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Shut it down. Shut it down. All right. This is PJ's podcast. It's supposed to be the three things that matter. Politics, Jesus, and sports. Brother, I love you. Love you, brother. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye.